So this afternoon is the last in our series of focusing our heart practice on the quality of compassion, of karuna. So as it's the last, most people have probably said quite a bit already about this practice and this quality of heart, so I may repeat some of what's already been said, but hopefully can just take it as reminders. In all of these Brahma-viharas, metta, karuna, mudita, opeka, they have layers to them as practices. And we've always got to remember the central intention, which is to cultivate an open, a loving, a connected, an empathetic heart. And then within that, a whole world of responses and practices could come up for you. Um, There's also the aspect of concentration where we use um, perhaps the phrases or even the sense that's being developed to steady and collect the attention. But even if we're doing the practices for concentration, it's the qualities of heart and mind that are really the most important aspect of the practice and that we keep coming back to. So if we hold that uh, to be central, then there's no right way to do this practice or the other ones. There are traditional ways of doing it, the sequence of beings that we um, send the, the wishes towards, but really you have to trust yourself what feels right for you. And especially in this realm of compassion where we're deliberately turning the heart and mind to what's difficult what's difficult for ourselves, what's difficult for another being or many beings. This can be a challenging practice. And so to really honor that and not to try and push through anything or have any sense of getting a result, certainly not any um, idea of fixing, solving any particular problem. It really is about the transformation of our own hearts and minds. And so within that, we all find our ways to navigate within the offerings that we give you from from up here. So really wanting to affirm that for you, that if some category of being or some way of practicing doesn't feel right, come back and touch into what's the intention here? How can I cultivate that? Compassion is a powerful practice if we can truly open to suffering, to suffering in our own lives, in the lives of others, with a sense of balance, and that's the key. It gives us a capacity to be with, experience ours and others in a way that can be really transformative and a great gift to be able to be with someone else who's suffering, really meet them, but not be thrown out of balance. So it's a powerful quality of mind and heart to cultivate. But as I said, challenging as we turn again and again to difficulty because it's so easy to get overwhelmed. Um, So important to remember that compassion is not a suffering state. True compassion has this balance of mind and heart that's connected to the pain or the difficulty, but isn't overwhelmed by it. And so if you find you're moving into a state of overwhelm, it's always helpful 
to back off a little, to come to where it's easier, whether that's um, compassion for yourself or back to metta, equanimity, forgiveness, whatever might work in that situation. But it, it's a very subtle practice, and I know when I've done it intensively, I've done many weeks of compassion practice at a time, um, can just see that movement of the heart, of the moving forward, wanting to fix, and then the withdrawing from, just not wanting to touch uh, the suffering again. And being willing to be in that dynamic field, not having to land somewhere, but feeling the responsiveness of the heart as you bring this person to mind or groups of beings to mind, really very alive. And often uh, we, we do these practices, we introduce these practices in a what's really a vipassana or mindfulness retreat because they're such a beautiful complement and can offer um, a, a response, a wise response to difficulty. Because it can often be that if we're having a difficulty, especially with someone else, our thought might be, oh, I should do metta for them. And that's a beautiful and noble idea or, or intention, but it's often not quite the right thing to do just that yet. If there is difficulty, if there's contraction, it's actually wiser to acknowledge that, to acknowledge the fear or the lack of safety or the anger or the ill will and, and feel the impact of that and then have a sense of compassion or tenderness meet that response so we can fully be in with what's true for us before we turn it outwards into um, shifting that energy perhaps to more acceptance and kindness. So really very helpful if you notice that you're struggling, whether it's inner or outer situations, to actually have this response of, oh, this is really hard. You know, the heart's really vulnerable right now, tender, difficult, fearful, um, scared. And to have the compassion be there as a, as a possible response to that challenge can really be very helpful. So just like the quality of metta, not something we can force or manufacture, the proximate cause for compassion is opening to suffering. Each of us has to find the right amount. You know, we've always given the ring, not, not, don't go to the most suffering person or the most difficult person. I'm sure many of you already did, no matter what we say, but you'll see the effects of that. We can feel overwhelmed, it's too much. Today, in our last practice session, we'll do compassion for all beings. And that can be both very heart-opening, but also overwhelming. If we truly uh, open to the suffering in the world, it can seem endless, infinite. All of the ways people and non-human beings are suffering. The injustice, the cruelty, the sense of other that leads to um, inhumane conditions and treatment, both for humans and non-humans, for animals. It seems endless. And that's why the Kuan Yin, the beautiful statue we have at the back of the hall, um, she ample, her, her very, someone may have already done this, but her very uh, posture, it's called the posture of royal ease. And this is how she sits. It's comfortable, it's relaxed, but she's ready to spring into action at any moment, if needed. And it's said that she hears the 
cries of the 10,000 joys and 10,000 sorrows of the world, but her heart remains in balance. So we can just energetically feel that quality that to truly open to the suffering of the world, there has to be some emptiness. If we take it all on, of course we'll be overwhelmed. There's no way this small human heart can open to the extent of the suffering, of hunger, of cruelty, of deprivation, all the people who've lost their homes, been forced to become refugees, all the different things that are happening in the world, always happening, natural disasters, man-made disasters. Impossible for this small human heart to hold it all. But if we have that stance of almost transparency, we're willing to open, but we don't land and try to um, take a stance there. It's possible to have the mind and heart hold it in some way. And if you find you get lost or overwhelmed, always come back to where it's simpler, more connected, whether it's compassion for yourself or back to the metta practice. I brought in with me a copy of the chant that um, we've, the Amaravati Abhayagiri uh, monastics do that's uh, basically taken from the Metta Sutta, um, where the instruction is to abide uh, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with, it goes through all of the Brahma Viharas, so a mind imbued, a heart imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. And then you radiate, so, uh, radiating the entire world, um, pervading one quarter, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, above and below, so around and everywhere, pervading as to around and everywhere and to all as to myself, the sense of pervading. So that's the way I'll teach the compassion for all beings, a sense of directionality, just through the four quarters above and below. Um, When you do this practice, you can use phrases, if that's helpful. Over these days, you may have connected with a phrase or two in the compassion practice that really works for you. I care about your suffering, or may your suffering be eased, or may you hold your difficulties with compassion. Sometimes you can just get in touch with that sense of care and connection. And without words, with a heart imbued with compassion, radiate it uh, over the entire world, going through these quarters. And again, can be kind of creative. We usually sort of start with the quarter that's in front of you. It's like 90 degrees in front. For most of you, kind of facing this way. It's... um, southeast, easterly we'll call it, easterly direction. And if you know this area, you kind of know, you know, what's out there. The East Bay, Oakland, Berkeley, Richmond, Emeryville, and then further on. And you can kind of, it's like like Google Maps, you know, you just kind of fly out over in that direction. And then when we move in that direction, it's kind of southerly. And there's San Francisco and the peninsula, and then you can go down the coast to Santa Barbara and San Diego and L.A. and then Mexico and down through South America. 
you let the mind get really expansive. The same behind will consider that westerly and you go out over the ocean and all of the beings in the ocean, the whales and the fish and the dolphins and the seals and the octopus and the crabs or whatever, off to, you know, Asia. And then behind is kind of northerly, up the northern coast of California. So again, let the mind get very expansive. When I do this practice, I like to be both expansive but also connecting with individuals that might just, you know, either I know that live in that direction or imaginary beings, birds, deer, um, otters, whatever it is that comes to you. With each of those, know that they wish to be safe and not to be harmed. And you can express your wish of compassion to these beings. So let's begin just by settling into a comfortable posture. And starting with a more formal practice, whatever helps you connect over these last days with the compassion practice. Somewhere where there can be that tenderness of heart, of opening to a difficulty, a challenge in someone's life, could be your own life and a sense of compassion for yourself. So just tuning in, it's like a radio dial and all of these possibilities of the heart, and here we are tuning a little to the compassion, bandwidth, frequency. That means opening to what's difficult, but not letting that pull us down into resistance or despair, but actually that bittersweet tenderness that comes, oh, I know, this is really hard, isn't it? I really care for you in this suffering. I wish for you ease and well-being. So just checking in to your body, to your heart center, invoking this being or yourself, as you start with these phrases or intention of compassion that's willing to be touched by the difficulty, but finds a balance so it can truly be present for the difficulty, for this other person or yourself. Doesn't get overwhelmed, try to push away or fix.
And now opening up the compassion to a very vast, inclusive sense of all beings everywhere. For every being, their life is precious. They don't want to suffer, they want to be safe. Yet in every life there is suffering, whether it's from old age, sickness and death, emotional pain, physical pain, loss and grief, all of the challenges that come with having a life, having a mind and a body. We understand this as we wish it for ourselves to be safe and free from suffering. So whatever form that wish takes for you, whether it's just a heartfelt sense of caring, or you say a phrase or two, just imagine radiating that expression of caring towards the front, with a 90 degree slice going out towards the east, basically over parts of Marin, Fairfax, San Rafael, across the bay, all of the people and beings living in the East Bay. Every being your mind might touch, your heart might touch, has this same wish to be free from suffering, safe and protected. May all beings be free from suffering. May all beings hold their suffering with compassion and kindness. If individuals, particular beings, human or non-human, come into your mind or heart, mind's eye, particularly wishing the tenderness of compassion to them, Otherwise, just a general sense, radiating, as the sutta says, over the entire world, pervading the all-encompassing world with a heart imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. The words are very grand and we may not feel our compassion Make, meet that description. This is not a place for judging or using your rational mind. It's just this sense of caring extending in the easterly direction towards the front. as it says in the chant, to all as to myself, including yourself, in this field of compassion, of caring. Not focusing on your difficulties particularly, but just that tenderness, that acknowledgement of difficulties that are there and meeting them with compassion.
can really feel this sense of expansion. As you go over the bay to the East Bay and then beyond the hills of the East Bay, the valley, Sierras, the vastness of expanse towards the east, the middle of the country, the Rockies, all of those states and people and beings, countless numbers of beings, wishing well, free from suffering. The east coast, millions of people who live there, pervading the easterly direction with compassion. you find you get lost, it's too vague, always come back to connecting with someone, with yourself, someone in the categories you've used, come back to the phrases. And once you connect and stabilize a little, perhaps open up again to this more pervasive, expansive, open-hearted sense of caring. So the practice can just move back and forth like this. No right way to do this. Now moving in the southerly direction, basically most people's right side, generally the southerly direction. Same sense of just letting your heart, mind move in an expansive way in the southerly direction to the right. Can start very close by people working on the Spirit Rock land, all of the construction workers who are working so diligently day after day, all of the animals and birds that you see every day on this land, the turkeys and the horses, the cattle who graze in the fields. And then further on, down towards San Francisco, Southern Marin, San Francisco, down the peninsula. Beings wanting to be safe and not suffer. Inclusive, pervasive, compassionate heart, opening in the southerly direction. Maybe beings that you know in that 
direction, maybe all are unknown, but all have the same wish, human and non-human. be free from suffering, to be protected. Down the coast, all of the great cities down there, down into Mexico and then South America, countless, countless beings in all shapes and sizes, forms, holding their lives dear, wanting not to suffer, just expressing this wish of care and kindness. May you be free from suffering. I care about your suffering. May we all be free from suffering. Or letting the words drop and just gently radiating through intention, the sense of kindness and care, the southerly direction. And then again, shifting the direction of the compassion to behind you, basically the West. Again, connecting with this feeling of caring, of compassion, and radiating it behind you to the West, towards the setting sun, 
the hills of West Marin, and then out over the Pacific, the great Pacific Ocean, all of the beings who live in the ocean, the whales and the seals, and the sharks, and the fish, and the crabs, countless beings, same wish, be safe, protected, the pelicans and the seagulls, expanding outwards across the vastness of the Pacific, seeing where your mind's heart goes, the countries of Asia, Japan and China and Taiwan, maybe Hawaii and down to Australia, everywhere, beings having challenges in their life, we can touch Touch them with compassion. Pervading the all-encompassing world with a heart imbued with compassion. Abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will.
And now shifting to the last quarter to your left, basically the northerly direction. Letting this energy of compassion flow as freely as you can in that direction towards the north. The cities of the Northern Bay, Petaluma and Santa Rosa, Ukiah, whatever you know of that direction, the giant redwood forests and those that live there, hills and mountains of Northern California, human and non-human beings, expanding upwards and outwards to Oregon, Washington, Canada, Alaska, all of the beings, the same wish. The polar bears and the seals, the grizzly bears and the smallest little mouse or deer, all with the same wish for safety, for ease and comfort in their lives, to not suffer. All of the humans in all of the places to the northerly direction, the non-human, animals, the fish, the birds, all varieties of beings, touching them with this heart of compassion and kindness. And lastly, above and below. Again, just radiating, taking your time, those directions. Above, all of the 
creatures who fly through the air, the birds and the insects, other beings, the people hurtling above us in planes, all hoping to get to their destination safely, each one with a whole history, a life, joys and sorrows, holding them with compassion. And as someone from NASA once reminded me, the International Space Station is up there somewhere, wishing them safety, sending them compassion. And then down below in the earth, the creatures that live below us, the worms and the bugs make their life there, wishing the same thing, to be safe, free from suffering. moles and the gophers, there's this sense of pervading above and below. And for the last few minutes of the meditation, letting go any sense of directionality or intentionality in the practice. Just the tender heart of compassion, as it says in the sutta, pervading the all-encompassing world with a heart imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will.
Again, if you want to stay more in the silence, welcome to leave now. Otherwise, I'll stay if there's any questions about the compassion practice and using it here. On Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.